Someone there? I'm not gonna hurt you. Let me get this out of her, right? Introducing Axel, the latest in military protection, featuring facial recognition, onboard weapon systems, and owner pairing capabilities. It's paired now. The key gives them control of the entire project. You want to play? All right, let's go. I want to show you something. Hello. You can talk to it? Yeah. Stay. You a good boy. Can you disobey everything I say? Flip it. Somebody spent a lot of money on him. They gotta be looking for him. I don't think his owner deserves to get him back. I need to know what it's doing. It's evolving way beyond expectation. That's my dog. I want it back. Launch the drones. Come on, he needs our help. What you should do is turn it in. It's not finders, keepers. You gotta stay down, all right? It's a robot, an intelligent robot. He feels things. Sending you the new location. Move in for retrieval. We're in this together. I like Quado better, but you good. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's get started. I think I'm reco- I am recording. So, gogs go. Surprise, motherfuckers! You already know. <laughs> it's your boys. Was that was very surprising. Coming at you live, tri-coastal, three time zones. Everybody's here. We're actually all no. in the same Movie coast. the podcast. That's right. Movie the podcast. We're, we're, all, we're all one, one, time, one time zone. zone. <laughs> one coast. What is the third coast? Canada? <laughs> you know what it is. <laughs> Movie the podcast. Movie the podcast. Yeah, there's, some kind of weird, there's some kind of weird uh, shift in the country where we have three coasts now. I mean, you could have three coasts. It's possible you could have three. Well, yeah. I mean, we got the Gulf Coast. If yeah, like, I mean, I'm technically on the Gulf Coast, I guess, but that's still only two. Wah, wah. <laughs> what did What did we watch this week, Oggs? We watched Axel. Axel. <laughs> this movie oh, would have been better. This movie, movie would have been better if it was about a robotic. This movie would have been better. End a statement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, this one. This one. Sucks. This is a spoiler alert. This is a. How many movies have we reviewed, Alec? Like a lot. What's our total number. This at? is uh like 234 or something like that. All right. So I might have to amend my previous statement. It might not be bottom 1%, but it's definitely like bottom 3%. Like this is like, know. I'm with you. I actually think it is in the bottom one. It's very it's the bottom. <laughs> it's the, one of the three worst things we've ever seen. I don't know, but it's definitely in the top, like the bottom six. This is barely a movie. It's not even, it's not even, a, I would say it's not a movie. I'd say it's, it, it feels like a pot for like an remember when mtv was doing like teen wolf and shit yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. it feels like a pilot for one of those shows it really it's, does actually it's a, yeah yeah it's it's a shucking it, it, yeah 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 it's, like it's a, a shuck it feels like a proof of concept it's like not it's, even proof there's no proof <laughs> well the concept yeah. has failed 
Yeah, Proof got shot in the head. What's mm. up? Uh, what's up uh all right let's uh get into what we watched this week uh i'm gonna go first i'm gonna nominate myself to go first because i watched four things this week i've never watched that many things so i'm gonna go first okay show is gonna be two hours long no no, because y'all don't care about anything i watch so it'll be very quick i'll engage um I watched oh a Spanish movie called Pass. Skins, but I don't know how to say Skins. It's like Pelis or something. Sean, how do you say Skin in Spanish? Hermano, I think. No, I, that's brother. I, you know what? Uh, the word Skin doesn't come up that often in my Spanish conversations at work, so I'd have to get back to you on it. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Anyway, it's that. It's called Skins. Um, it's in Spanish, so they, whatever that is in Spanish. But um, it's not very good. I watched it on Netflix. It got recommended to me and a bunch of film groups because it's weird and it's Without like skin. It's like the worst kind of weird because it's just weird and there's like nothing to it. It's like Tim Burton weird where it's just like it's like kind of quirky. Yeah, it's just kind of quirky and gross, but it's like there's nothing to it. Like it's about it's not it's about like, the X Men, is it? No. Uh, well, in a in a weird way, kind of. So it's about the it's like. It's about these people that all have weird deformities. Uh, this one hooker that doesn't have any eyes. Uh, this one girl that literally has an asshole on her face and her mouth, like her actual mouth is her asshole. Um, what's the other one? The one girl has just got this like weird, like just loose skin all over her face. And then she's in a love triangle with like this normal guy and then this burn victim. And I feel she like I donate some of her extra skin to the burn. I feel victim. like I'm missing a character. Uh, but it doesn't matter. It's almost like, a, oh, oh yeah, there's one guy that um, that doesn't want his legs. He doesn't feel like his legs are his, so he's, like, trying to purposely, like, mutilate himself so he doesn't have legs anymore because he wants to be a mermaid. Merman um, pop. But, like, and, and all that sounds way more interesting than the movie actually is, like... The to be movie, fair, it doesn't sound that interesting. The movie is like, uh, like it, it tries to tell its story kind of like a weird like fairy tale, and it just, it's just boring. Like it just doesn't do anything. Like the, it, it looks cool. Like it looks visually cool. Like there's a lot of like cool color stuff they do. Like anytime they're in a room, it's like very stylized, and it's like all one color, and everybody's wearing the same color. There's, there's a lot of like, it's like the director has like a cool eye. But like he also wrote it, and he doesn't have anything to say. <laughs> like, does, it, does it want to be like a Pan's Labyrinth or something? Does no, it make, okay. I, no, because Pan's Labyrinth has something to say. Like there, it's like violent, and it's about like abandoning, like you know, having to like abandon your childhood and deal with like horrific adult things before real, you're prepared real. for them. This movie like feels like it's trying to get something like that because again, it's about like how these people are you know trying to live their lives and you know obviously shunned by society but like it doesn't really say anything and like the one guy that go ahead you make make it sound like a gross uh fucking silver linings playbook like is it like that it kind of is and like the one character that's like a burn victim there's like a subplot where he he wants to get surgery to be normal and like they make that a, a big deal, and then it just kind of happens, and then it's then the movie's over. I don't know. I I didn't care for it at all. I thought it was fucking stupid. Um, and when I say the girl has an asshole on her face, I mean like literally an asshole. Like there's like hair around her fucking butthole on her face, Oof. and it's mm. like I don't know. Like, does she shit I, out of it? Oh uh, yeah. What does yeah. she eat through? She eats. She she has. I'm glad you asked. Because they go through it, they she has to like dr- like she has to liquefy all her food, and she puts a hose 
again, her mouth is where her asshole should be. So they put a, she has to use a funnel and a hose to eat. So for a sex thing, Mm -hmm. is it a blow job or is it anal? Well, it's, it's literally her asshole. So it'd be anal in her face, in her face. Yeah. And, and like that, like she gets like tongue kissed on her asshole in the movie and it's like, I think they're trying to play it for laughs, but I don't understand. Like, it's not funny, and it doesn't really go with the rest of the movie. I don't know. It was, it was not good. Uh, anyway, so that was Skins. Uh-huh. Um, then I also, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to front load it with the two things I didn't like. I, um, actually, no, I take that back. I'm gonna, I have to preface it this way because why I stumbled into this. I watched a movie called She Dies Tomorrow, uh, which I fucking loved. Um, it's directed by the fee. I forget her name, Amy something or other, but she was the, um, she's been in a bunch of stuff. She's an actress. Um, but I know her from, she was the, the female lead in Shane Carruth's upstream color. Um, but this is her first, uh, this is her directorial debut and she also wrote it. Um, the best way I can describe it without giving too much away is it's literally it's, it's, it follows, but like more nihilistic, like, one day this 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 woman just is like uh her boyfriend tells her that she's gonna die tomorrow and then like she just starts panicking and then everyone that she touch she talks to ends up getting the same like dread that they're going to die the next day and the whole movie is about everyone like freaking out and then preparing for their eventual death um it's it's great <laughs> i fucking loved it it's uh it's kind of it's very artsy it's uh it's got a lot of weird shit going on in it but it's a lot of that weird kind of understated shit where you're left thinking about like what a lot of what's happening uh really represents uh adam wingard has a fun little cameo as a gas station attendant um i really really liked it it's uh it's something that ended and i immediately wanted to watch it again um but it's 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 a really if if you have a problem with mortality, I don't know if you'd want to watch this movie because it's like oh. oppressively uh, nihilistic about life and like how we're all gonna die. And I, I don't know, I loved it. That was great. Um, one of the best movies I've seen this year. Uh, so after watching that, which again was like just like a tough sit. I mean, it was a very heavy film. I was like, I want to watch something light like a palate cleanser you know something i don't really think about so i put on uh an american pickle the new seth Seth rogan Rogan thing yeah hbo max movie it's an original hbo max film um i watched the trailer and i did not i did not do anything for me so so the premise of the movie is is that seth rogan is um he's a russian jew that comes to america in the in the what the early 1900s and he works at a pickle factory and he ends up in a, an accident a bit and of pickle. He, he well he ends up in an accident where he gets he gets trapped in this brine jar and he's literally kept preserved for a hundred years and then he's woken up and <laughs> i will say the only funny joke the only time i laughed in the whole movie is there's a press conference in the beginning of the movie right and the scientist is like explaining this is he was stuck in the pickle jar for a hundred years and he was preserved and the press is like, the press is like, that's fucking ridiculous. We're never going to, that, that doesn't make any sense. How are you supposed to explain this? And then there's the voiceover from Seth, Mc, or Seth Rogen, where he's like, the doctors explained it perfectly. And then they cut back to the reporters, 
they come back to reporters they're like oh yeah that does make sense all right cool like that was hilarious i was like that's funny that's a really funny joke and then there's nothing else anyway i watched it for about 10 more minutes that night and then i was like this is awful it's not funny uh the rest of the plot is that uh another character played by seth rogan is his only living relative and they live together and he's like this um nebbish like hipster that's developing an app where the app tells you whether or not a food company is ethical so it's like checking all the like annoying boxes of like culture nowadays and it was just like i i couldn't take it so i i literally watched it for 15 minutes and i turned it off and i posted it on facebook that i did just that and people were like no it's great i loved it oh i thought it was fantastic you really need to like give it a chance because it it takes a lot of twists and turns so the next day, I fucking was like, all right, whatever. I watched it. And you know what? I should have just gone with my gut. It's terrible. Um, it's, it feels like a really poorly written, like, family channel movie. Like, it's not funny. It's edgeless. Not that a movie has to be edgy. But, like, everything about it is just so goddamn safe and just plain and boring. Like, And it feels like a cartoon in a lot of ways because, like, what happens is is that the uh, the current era Seth Rogen gets uh, he gets upset because the older one uh, costs him his app and he and then in turn and he ends up uh, the the older one the one that that's been brined or whatever he keeps getting success after success so then uh, young Seth Rogen has to uh, like sabotage him like like old Seth Rogen makes a, has a pickle business. But then he gets the 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 food commission to shut it down because he's using like rainwater and shit. And then like he's like, "Hey, you should go on Twitter" because he knows that he's 130 years old and he's gonna say some like racist shit. And then the like the alt right love him because he says like racist. It's like so by the numbers and stupid. And I hated it. I fucking hated it. I didn't. I I don't know, man. I like Seth Rogen. I I still uh, will hold on to that. But this movie is not it. It's just it. It's not like the worst thing I've ever seen, but it is like the fiveziest of fives comedies I've ever seen. Like it is just fine. It is just. Well, do you know what he's going for? Like, is he trying to make like a touching? Well, that's the thing. Coming like, the, of age, the runner, sort of. The runner of the whole movie is like this stupid like through line about family, and he tries to like reconnect. Like it's about reconnecting with your family, and it just it just goes flat. Like the movie needed to be like really silly and stupid. But it wasn't like at one point, like he, uh, the, the old, old Seth Rogen, uh, is asked like about, I think it's Christianity or something. And, you know, he says something that's like outrageous and then people turn on him real fast. But at the same time, it's like the, the movie, nobody goes, well, he's a hundred and like 45 years old. Of course, he's going to have like weird out of date opinions. Like, it's just like, I don't know. It, I don't know what it, it, it needed to be another draft. I think of that script needed to be written like and some by somebody like hilarious, like a fucking uh, Robert Smigel or somebody that I don't know, because I think it was trying to be like satirical about the times we live in. And it just comes off as being annoying and not funny, which is the worst thing you can be in a comedy because it just didn't want to. I didn't want to laugh. I just thought it was. Boring. Yeah. Comedies should be funny. Right. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so yeah, that movie oh, sucked. Hard pants. That movie was terrible. Uh, God, what's left? I got two more things. Good lord! You watched that Brandon Cronenberg movie, right? Yes, yes. 
Uh, I feel like I'm missing. So that was no. You said skin. You said pickle. Skins, pickle. You said the movie you liked that was like like super depressing. Oh, that's so I'm already at three. So I only got one more. Yeah, uh, I watched uh, Brandon Cronenberg's Possessor, uh, which is phenomenal. It's um, it stars the lady that played Mandy in Mandy, um, and nobody Olive else oil. that I recognize. Um, she looks so much different with like a different haircut and like her, I don't know. There's just like her being having her original accent. It was like so weird. She didn't, uh, but um, it's a fantastic movie. Basically the, the premise of the movie is it's very like cyberpunky in its setup, not so much in, in its aesthetics, but the idea is that um, the main character, she works for this company that can install like a basically like a computer in somebody's brain and then they can jack you into that person and then you can take over their body and what they do is they do like high level industrial espionage where she like she jacks into their body and then performs like murders and stuff but to everybody else they don't know because they just see like this person killing somebody else so it's perfect for them to set up like oh you know he was in it for the inheritance or this or that and they're none the wiser. And then the movie, like, what happens is, is that the technology isn't perfect. And they keep talking about how, like, you know, she's losing, like, sync ratio and stuff. So basically, while she's in this job, this, uh, this she's in this other guy's body, like, all the shit starts going wrong. And she, like, kind of loses who she is. And then the original host that, that of this person is trying to like take back control of his body. It's fucking wild and it's violent and it's a good premise. It sounds like a, like a good version of a Philip K. Dick movie. It's so good. And then the end, like the end throws you like an, a huge curveball. where now I want to watch the whole thing over again. Cause I have theories. It, it's a very ambiguous ending, but it's, it's so fucking good. And it's, is it like without seeing it? And I guess spoilers, I'm just going to guess. Is it like that the person you've been following was actually being possessed by somebody else the whole time? It, no, I mean, kind of, oh. kind of, but not real. Like it's hard to explain without okay. seeing it is I, because it's David Cronenberg's kid. Is the technology super gross that they <sighs> use the jack in the brain is like an existence or a video drone or something? No, the only thing gross is that they have to like literally put this like, like, drill bit in your skull and there's a lot of like gross like close-ups of like stuff going in and out of people's scalps like a lot of the violence is just like incredible violence like people getting hacked to bits with like butcher knives and like like it, it, the weird like it's one of the the runners in the movie where i feel like i need to watch it again to kind of understand it but like our main character the assassin like they always give her a gun but she never uses a gun like the first the first the scene opens up with her killing this guy and she like stabs him in the neck and then she stabs him about 140 times and they bring it up. They're like, well, we gave you a gun. Why didn't you use the gun? And she just kind of trails off. And then there's a point where uh, I, I don't want to say who, cause I guess it'll be a spoiler, but the, the next target or a target, I should say gets killed with a fucking, uh, 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 fireplace poker. And it's literally jammed in their mouth and like you just hear him like gurgling and then they pull it back and you see all his teeth get like ripped out with the the poker and then like it goes they j- jabs him in the eye and you see the eye get pushed out by the fucking the like little poker spike oh my god it's so fucking violent um but i loved it i fucking loved it the music's cool 
the visual effects are cool. Like the, the effects when it's trying to represent what's it like to be inside another person's head are really rad. Like the, a lot of like practical effects. Um, it's, it's really cool. Like a uh, high concept, low budget sci-fi. Um, again, it, it is very cyberpunk, you know, with its kind of like uh, critiques on technology. Um, it's like kind of hands on like the, the thing that she uses to go into the, the other people is a very low tech looking thing. Like it's not like this, like crazy high tech looking thing. Um, it's all about corporations and again, industrial espionage, which is like a big theme in cyberpunk. It's, it's really good. It's, um, it's one of those things, not that cyberpunk is like a huge movie genre or subgenre, but it's one of the best cyberpunk movies I've ever seen. Like it, oh, it's, it's amazing. I loved it. it to is, is it like, um, I know it's gonna be weird, but there just aren't this many of these movies. Is it like what Johnny Mnemonic sh- should have been that kind of thing? Because it's like not quite the same, but a similar industrial espionage brain insert. Yeah, I mean thing. it's it's Johnny Mnemonic without any of the like campiness. Like it's Johnny Mnemonic if like you made it like hard edged like as possible. Yeah. Like it's there's like no levity in this movie. In fact, like to watch. A possessor and then watch she dies tomorrow like back to back you're, you're probably going to need like some prozac or something or you need something to like calm you down maybe like get a puppy or something to like cheer you up because those two movies are just impressively bleak especially where possessor ends is just like jesus christ like it's it's something else uh but it's a great movie it's it's how did you how did you view it is it, it available off, it fell off an internet truck. internet truck and unfortunately, like I, I really hope that it comes out uh, a proper release soon. It's one of these movies that got like screwed over by COVID because it was supposed to have a limited theatrical run. Uh oh, we lost Alec. No, you didn't. Um, it was supposed to have a limited theatrical run, um, but of course, <clears throat> COVID fucked everything up. So hopefully, the fact that uh, it's out there on the internet means that a home release is soon because there is like a really annoying time code from the production company on the the copy that I watched. And I uh, I love this movie enough to, that I'll definitely support it in some fashion uh, once it once it's released. But I can't recommend Possessor enough. Um, I meant to say I said this to uh, uh, just to go back to She Dies Tomorrow. I texted this to Sean after I watched it. I couldn't stop thinking about you, Gogs, as we're watching uh, She Dies Tomorrow. Why? Because like you'd hate it. Oh. <laughs> you would hate it so. Much. I mean, I really I really liked It Follows. Yeah, but this is like way more like they don't they don't ever really explain much of anything and i just feel like you'd be like what like why are why are they not telling me enough like i don't know i just, I just have this feeling and it was funny because i was like it almost distracted me from watching it because i just was thinking of you next to the couch being like what the why are they doing this why are they just hmm. talking right now <laughs> like i don't know it's not a it's not a it's not a knock on you i just you should be flattered that i think about you that much that almost I, ruined my movie going experience i appreciate that <laughs> Anyway, that's all I watched. I watched four goddamn things. No, so I just get to ruin your movies in person. Now I get to ruin them. <laughs> you've you never know. actually ruined it. You've only enhanced the distance. Films. I can't. I can't think of a movie that you've it's ruined. So it's so weird watching movies without you guys. Like it sucks. Bad movies on purpose. Oh, this one was. This, this one would have been really good tough. to see with a group because <laughs> yeah, this was yeah. tough. And then I passed the mic to Alec. Alec. Hmm. Oh. I watched. Two things. Two things? Uh, neither one of which I need to talk about a bunch because 
They're both movies that uh, I'm pretty sure I've talked about before. Well, oh, Super Troopers. Super Troopers is tremendous. That movie's hilarious. It's a good one. Yeah. It still it still holds up, even though I can pretty much recite the whole movie from beginning to end. Um, Did you ever see the of, sequel? Alec talked. About yeah, the sequel's show, okay. I, I can remember. Yeah. yeah, it's like if you like the first one, you're gonna like this. It's not as funny as the first one, but it's like the, it's if you like the first one, you probably like you'll probably like the sequel. Okay. If you didn't like the first one, you're probably not going to like the sequel. They don't deviate too far from their uh, formula. Um, the second thing I watched, which, like, I, I always not not forget about it, but it's it's an underrated comedy, and it's probably one of the funniest movies I've ever seen, or at least one of the what I think is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. Is it Outside Providence? No, Shinless that List. is a good movie, though. No, <laughs> Gog, you want to try? Funniest movie is it? Is it? Is it Kung Pao? Enter the Fist. No, that's a good one too. Though that's a good one. All three of those movies you listed are hilarious. Um, <laughs> no, it's uh, Role Models. Oh, that's a good one. And that, that, movie that movie is great. Like, that that, is that a movie good one. is outstanding. It might be one of my favorite comedies like of all time. It's just so funny, and every second is a joke, and everybody in it is hilarious. That like, that, I, that fucking drawing of that robot that's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like Martin draws. He they're like painting plates, and the 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 big brother paints a plate. And it says like I love spaghetti. Yeah, and the little brother paints a plate a for a, a, a guy fucking a robot. It says Martin is gay for robots. <laughs> Which one was Beyonce oh, yeah, porn sugar on my sugar dick? On my dick. That yeah, that's a, at the that very was... that's at the very beginning when they first introduced the kid. It's like, oh, what are you drawing there? Oh, it's Beyonce pouring sugar on my dick. Isn't that that also has the joke where one of them is like a Red Bull salesman, and he like drinks it's one. Of them. Yeah, they both. And he's peeing. They both are <laughs> he's peeing in the urinal, and his pee is like like bright green. He's like, what the yeah, hell is like, it looks in like this Shrek, stuff? Looks like Shrek's piss. <laughs> uh, it has one of the best, uh, one of my favorite exchanges of all times when up. Uh, Stifler, who's tremendous in this movie, this he's is really, really, good, he really, he's really is. good in that movie. Yeah, he's uh, getting ready to sleep with the woman. He's like, I don't have any condoms on me. She's like, That's okay. I'm extremely pro-choice. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Ugh. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure I've talked about both of those movies at length before. They're both outstanding. Did one of the uh, state the guys write that movie? I think David Wayne directed uh, I, it. I don't know who wrote it. David Wayne directed it. I'm not sure who actually wrote it. But like they're all like they're all in it. Like Joe Latruglio is in it, and fucking Marino's in it. Yeah, Why yeah. yeah. It might in be it. Uh, Jane Lynch's funniest performance. Oh yeah, she, yeah, it's she's up really there. funny. She's it. outstanding in it. I would wake up in the morning. You know, what I have for breakfast cocaine. cocaine. You know, what I have for lunch cocaine. cocaine. What'd you have for dinner? Was it cocaine? <laughs> Looks like it's Mister. I don't give a shit, and Doctor who gives a shit. <laughs> Classic case of guy on the ground. Which one of us went <laughs> to yeah. college? Uh, <laughs> yeah, which one of us has the PhD? Yeah, uh, yeah the only, I finished uh, Umbrella Academy season two, and that's really good. You guys mm. should check that out. You know is what else? Is it as good as the first season? I'm sorry. Is it as good as the first season, or at least close to? Um, I think so. Okay. I think it is because they were able to dive right into the right into all the weirdness without uh, having to give all the backstories and stuff. I thought it was, I liked it a lot. One last thing about role models. You know, one of the um, other reasons why it was why it remains so good. 
they never ruined it with a sequel. They never tried no, to make role yeah. models too. And I'm, they went back to the well on that one. Yeah. It's like What's, the other guys. The other guys didn't need a sequel. And or, it's, or old school, which they said they were going to make for years, and they finally dropped that idea. Thank God. Hallelujah. Mm. Um, let's go to Gogs. I watched uh, three films. Three uh, films? I, I, I neglected to watch my homework, so I need to That's go back fine. and watch. You're going to hate it. It doesn't matter. Slap or Trammel <laughs> or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, no, that's the movie we should watch outside. We should have a, like, a viewing party for Noah Baumbach. That's fine. We can watch a Noah Wait, Baumbach. Was it Noah Baumbach? Or, or? No, it was, um, J- uh, what's his name? Uh, Quest for Fire or Digger uh, Fire. Oh, what the fuck's his name? I already forgot his fucking name. Uh, uh, Joe Swanberg. Joe Swanberg. Joel Swanberg. Yeah. Right, so yeah. I didn't do that. That's okay. Um, I <laughs> you didn't did, miss anything. I watched. I watched three movies, and they all bang. So let's start uh, with the obvious, most bangable. Alien. No, Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> rewatched it again. Still love it. Um, What's that about? Yeah, you know, right. <laughs> um, TJ and I are in some film group that I didn't know where I was in, and I think somebody was like, this movie's overrated. Please explain why it's not. And I was like, I don't even know how to respond to this. Yeah, that's just retarded. I'm sorry, sir. You're just stupid. Dumb. <laughs> like, I, I, don't, I can't. I can't. If, you, that, if that's your opinion, sir, you're just wrong. I, I love the Joe. I love the Jack Burton character. I love every. I, there's nothing about that movie I don't love. That's not love even like you know the every, thing is that's not even like a film snob movie. That's just a everybody loves that movie. It's just no, it's great just fun. Um, and one of the just new fun fact, I think I, I shared in the group chat, um, Taika Waititi, when he wrote Ragnarok, he kind of had Jack Burton in mind for Thor's character. I so that's that. like why Thor's kind of like fish out of water asking all the questions. Like, uh, he's very Jack Burton-esque. And that's why that movie rocks. Too. Also, I did appreciate Gogs because he helped me yell who at the Big Trouble Little China repertory <laughs> screening. That was one of the, that was... If not my number one movie experience, it's in the top five. Like it's like it is. I seeing that at the center was just awesome. Um, love also, that movie. Uh, what's her name? Sex in the City. Like Kim Cattrall. Prime Sex, Smoke yes, Show prime, back prime then. Prime Um, Prime everybody. Prime James Hong, who's got like almost six hundred acting credits or something absurd. Like yeah, there's 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 like a there's trying a, to uh, crowdsource a way to get him a star. I'm yeah, like, I'm all for it. Dude, that guy dude, rules. It dude kicks ass. Um, I watched uh, a mighty the Mighty Ducks, the original one. Uh, I'm How's a that hold up? It's still fun. Like I'm still a sucker for like a, a sports underdog movie. You know, it's 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 fun. It's Emilio Estevez. <clears throat> it's enjoyable. It's hockey. It's you know, it's lighthearted. Who doesn't like who doesn't like the fucking Mighty Ducks? Um, what did you do? My job. Yeah, that's not, that <laughs> seems a little heavy handed, but that's the, rest the best of, part of the movie. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, it's got Fro- what, Foggy Nelson or Froggy Nelson in it or whatever. Um, yeah. Foggy Nelson's in it. Oh, that's Josh, right. Josh Jackson. Joshua Jackson. Yeah. Uh, Aberman. That kid that calls everybody a cake eater. It's got Who's Jesse that? Smollett in yeah. it, which people don't know. Isn't cake eater like a, like a gay slur? Is it really? I think I so. Think so. Remember in Clueless, I'm, um, wait, like a cake eating friend of Dorothy. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I did write a couple of notes when I was watching it because I forgot. So you lost gogs. I, I know. I'm just. I'm, I'm looking at my notes. Um. Well, you didn't want us to see you looking at your notes. They're on my phone. Like yeah. I have. So 
I have to say, so Gordon Bombay, like he wins, he wins his like 30th case. He celebrates by crushing brews in his Corvette <laughs> and he gets to keep his job, his salary and gets a free limo to drive him around with a chance to plow a hockey mom. Like that's a pretty good setup. That's yeah, not bad. Uh, movie opens to a whimsical time where the Minneapolis police didn't sit on your neck to death. Um, and topical. Where did the fans get all of this branded Pee Wee merch? Because at the end of the movie, <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah, like he had to ask his law firm for fifteen grand so that he could buy them jerseys. But by the finals, they've got like embroidered fucking sweaters yeah. in the stands, and like, who's making the money on that? Um, Basil, right? So Redbubble, perhaps. Um, <laughs> is it like is Max von Sydow or something in that movie? Who plays that? Like, no, old you're thinking of the old, you're thinking the of the old German old guy, German guy Hans. I think. Yeah, it's Hans. Is, yeah, yeah, he was Max the bad Hans. guy in uh, Leaf or Die Hard too. Was he really? I think maybe, <laughs> and he was also in uh, Bill and he was the bad guy in Bill and Ted too. Oh, he was ne- the head. Nemus. Uh, Nemus? What, what the hell was that guy's name? Yeah, I can't remember his name exactly, but. He was the bad guy in that. Well, anyways, I watched those, and then I watched Dog Soldiers. Oh, Let me you tell watched you something. It. It's a good movie. That movie's a ton of fun. We should have watched is, that. <laughs> that movie is, uh, it's not good in a classic <laughs> sense, oh, but no. it is a, it is a, ton, it is a ton of fun. It is a, it is a, what you expect from a Neil Marshall movie. It is like fucking super violent. The plot takes sort of like inexplicable jumps all over the place. Um, it's got Tommy from fucking uh, train spotting and it's yeah. got the pilot from event horizon. Um, a bunch of, you know, for a bunch of Scottish, I believe. Isn't Ray Stevenson in that movie? No, but the onion night Dabo Seaworth is in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, What's it's, it about for people that I know what it's about? But what? It, so what it, there's a bunch. Uh, so this uh, group of Scottish commandos are on a training mission out in the woods, and they basically run afoul of uh, werewolves, and then they have to have like a like a like a last stand in a farmhouse to defend themselves against the werewolves. Then yeah. you find out kind of like everyone's a werewolf, and yeah, people get their fucking guts ripped out. There's a great scene in this movie where, um, I should look up the guy's name. But he was the pilot who gets blown up in Event Horizon. He's like the sergeant in charge of the whole the whole squad. He right. gets his fucking guts like slashed. Like, they're, they're literally like, spilling out like they have balloons or whatever to make it look like his intestines are falling out. They're trying to get him out into a jeep out the front door of this farmhouse with his guts still all hanging out. In the, when they run outside, they realize the werewolves have destroyed the jeep, and then the werewolves are coming at them. So they're trying to slam the door shut hold the werewolves back this guy's laying on the floor and then the, the farm dog that lives in the house starts grabbing his guts and like pulling them away and he's like saying they're like screaming like bad dog stop it <laughs> and they fucking super glue them all together uh movies it's yeah we really should have watched it's, that it's, one it is it is leaps and bounds it's better, better than, than what we watched. It's better than Axel. Is what oh, my God. I mean, it's, it's funny when you mentioned Neil Marshall. I was like, he did something really badly. Then. I couldn't remember what it was. TJ, you remember what it was? I looked it up. Uh, no. No, yeah, yeah. Hellboy. He made that yeah, Hellboy. The new yeah. Hellboy. He made yeah, the new Hellboy. Shit. Yeah, that movie sucks. I did not see that yet. But, I mean, I love – I remember enjoying The Descent. I enjoyed, I enjoyed Dog Soldiers. I remember enjoying Doomsday. Doomsday. And I remember sure. enjoying Centurion. 
Centurion is fucking. I fucks with that movie. Yeah. Um, I think Descent's really good. Uh, I, I, I love I the Descent. I said this before, but like, I think it's scarier without the monsters. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like it's kind of like um, Sunshine in that regard. Yeah. Um, yeah, except this is Descent's still good. Sunshine ruins yeah. itself. Yeah, man, the Sunshine is such a good Sunshine. <laughs> what's the problem with Sunshine is Sunshine is a fucking excellent movie. Yeah, until, until they the introduce end. the Monster Man. Yeah. Like it's an excellent movie up until that point. It's really frustrating. Um, but anyway. Uh, that's everything I watched. So I passed mm. the mic to Chong. Mm. Uh, I watched one movie, but it felt like four. Ooh. I finally got around to watching. And I know I say this every Terminator movie, oh, but no. this might be the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, you watched Dark Fate? Dark Fate. Yeah. It's so bad. Terminator fart noise. <laughs> I've like, not seen it. So. Uh, I mean, it's... it's We're going to end up watching it on the than, show. Like, it's worse than Sandy Terminator? Yeah, it's not it's worse than Salvation. Salvation. Yeah, it no, is. Not. No, it is because which one's Sandy? Not... Is that Genesis or Salvation? The fuck That's... is Sandy? What is Sandy? the one that's all the micro bits and that's he's like Genesis. oh, a cloud Terminator? Remember Genesis? Um, that's Genesis. Like at least yeah. Salvation, think, as as fucking like dishwater dull as it is, <laughs> is like trying to tell a somewhat original story. It's like the pitch meeting for this movie was like, hey, what if we did Terminator <laughs> two? But the twist is it's also Terminator 2. <laughs> well, that was kind of what Genesis was, too, right? if you think about it. I, no, Genesis was kind of Terminator 1 with Kyle Reese. I mean, it's was just that like, like – was, was, what was Genesis? Was that like a baby Sarah Connor? Like what was no, – I forget. Genesis yeah, was, was with, with Daenerys Targaryen. Yeah, as, when she was Sarah. And then but that you was had, also where the Terminator raised her. Yeah, Jai Courtney was uh, Reese, and then yeah. you had uh, what's his name? Uh, was Who plays the- John Connor? Jason Clark. Jason Clark, yeah. and he was also a Terminator for some reason. I mean, Alex. And you know, Alex kind of right because it's not as bad as Salvation, but it's one of those movies. It's if you took it out of Terminator continuity and just scrubbed all the references, which you can't. Um, it's just like your boilerplate five sci-fi action movie. But like, because it's a Terminator movie, Gogs, I'm gonna end up spoiling this. I don't. You can't. You. There's nothing you to can't. spoil. That movie is terrible. Like, so the whole movie. Every is Terminator like, after the original Terminator is terrible. So they actually what? said that. Like, whoa, 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 whoa! You are an idiot. When Terminator don't forget, Two is bad. Don't forget he is retroactively now. doesn't like Terminator Two because Get the of fuck out of here. I can't remember. That's insane. To be fair, I can't. Um, re- I can't remember it either. But I remember <laughs> putting the flag on that one. So. Um. No, so it's like, oh, surprise. We actually sent back 12 T-800s or something, and they killed John Connor in the beginning. And it's like, okay, I'm not mad at that because it's like, okay, maybe we can finally be done with this, and we'll do something else, right? Nope. <laughs> nope. It's like they still end up having Terminators. They still have a liquid, semi-liquid metal Terminator. They still have Judgment Day. They still have a military IAI, but it's called Legion instead of Skynet. And like they, Linda Hamilton, who I love, is really bad in this movie. Yeah, she's awful. Also, like, Arnold gets old and has kids somehow. Yeah, and his name's Carl. But yeah. um, <laughs> yeah. Like, I think they don't get that Sarah Connor. Like, they just kind of know her as this meme, like of this tough woman. But the reason, like, she's compelling in the Terminator movies is that she's vulnerable and damaged in addition to being tough. You right. know what I mean? Like, yeah, she yeah, really yeah. like 
that what's that scene? Uh, God, the scene in two. You have a good is, memory. She's a scene, she's, scenes in two where she is fucked up. You can tell where, where the the therapist is like, well, it must seem pretty real. To, or seems pretty real to you, doesn't it? And she's like, yeah, well, on whatever day it is in Judgment Day, nineteen ninety five, feel real fucking real to you too. Ninety seven. Yeah, she's fucking yeah. comes at it. I mean, the part where she sees the like, there's a scene where in two where she like. When John saves her at the hospital and she like feels him down afterwards, make sure he's not yeah. full of holes. And you can just tell she's just like, like her exterior cracks and she's like just fucked up. Like, but like, yeah, in this one, they still have the nuclear Holocaust that like, you know, she spent her whole life trying to prevent things. She prevents her reactions. Like, Oh, boys never learn. Like it's so she's like super bored and gruff. And she has a um, part-time line in this. <laughs> she says, I'll be back. It's like, yeah. I'll be back. Part time, <laughs> part time, and then like they send a, a lady cyborg from the future who turns up. This plot point makes no sense. So she turns up her metabolism to fight oh, the yeah. Terminator because if you don't kill a Terminator in five minutes, you never kill it or yeah, some shit. It's fucking she, ridiculous. She, give her this weird like ticking. Why does a robot have a metabolism? It's a cyborg, like um, a, like an actual like ad robot bit cyborg. Okay. Yeah, it started as a human. It wasn't right. a. A RoboCop. It was not a robot with human. She like runs. She like runs like hot or something. If I remember correctly, a Universal Soldier. Yeah, it is a Universal Soldier thing almost. But she gets this medicine like almost right away, and that just kind of negates that plot point. But they still sort of bring it up, but it doesn't go anywhere. the The funniest part of the movie is they have to get into America from Mexico, and they're trying to like uh, figure out how to get this guy to take him over there. So they just tell her, tell the guy that the woman they're with is a robot from the future, which she proves by cutting a fly in half, <laughs> which is fuck. It's like, it's just Terminator two, like a badly kind of told version of Terminator two with surprise. It's not the girl is the mother of the hero of the revolution. That's totally different somehow. It's yeah. the girl herself. Like, it's just not good. Who is like a charisma vacuum. You learn like nothing about her in that uh, whole fucking movie. Like her, her family dies. I don't know, man. It's just, it feels so like, it feels like a movie that was like just noted to death. And also like, I kind of, it, it feels like a cross between like, a, um, if they made like a special edition of Terminator 2, like this is all the shit we wanted to put in there. We couldn't. Mm. And it also feels like a movie that like, I kind of blame movies like Creed and um, even though I love Creed. And um, The Force Awakens is this kind of like, let's do this soft reboot sequel that's just one of the other movies over again. Yeah. Where Creed's an excellent movie and The Force Awakens, I think, works for what it's doing. I think it spawned like this kind of wrong-headed um, reboot soft sequel thing. And this is like the end result of it. And it's just, just trash. Mm. Like it has no reason to exist. Yeah, mm. I totally agree. But I that was all. I hated it. And directed by Tim Miller, so you thought at least the action sequences would be good. Yeah, I don't think he really got to direct it. I think this is because, like, James Cameron, apparently, there's, like, a lot of production problems, but Cameron, I guess, was a big pain in the ass, and just, like, it sounds like he didn't get to make the movie he wanted. James Cameron should just focus on his 35 uh, Avatar movies that are in production. Well, he's, he's still got to go back and beat Alien's corpse into the ground at some <laughs> point, so. Ugh. All right, so that's it. So now it's into the 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 main event of this show. Mm. Axel. Ding 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 ding. Oh man, I can't wait to hear this. Hmm. Who am I going to pick this week? Alec, what happened in this movie? Thank God. 
smash cut. Oh shit! Open on a open on a dirt bike race. Hell yeah! Where the poor kid doesn't have any extra chains. Yeah, his chain breaks. So the rich kid gives him one. Those oh, chains, those chains kid, cost no money. The rich kid's slave's daughter steals him one. Oh, that's right. The rich kid's dad is uh, basically reprising his character from nerds <laughs> instead of nerds oh. he hates. Oh yeah, it's Darcy. nerds he hates. Poor people. It's Jefferson Darcy is the so yeah. so. I want you guys to know that I texted my my little brother used to do competitive dirt bike racing. So during this crappy movie, I'm like, how much is a motor? How much is a dirt bike chain cost? And he's like, why? Do you need one? I'm like, no, I'm watching this fuck. I had to explain it. I'm like, watching this movie about a robot dog and he's dirt bike racing. He's when like, I was watching, I was thinking about like, that the, your little brother did this. I wonder if TJ's going to have inside knowledge. On yeah, he's, well, I mean, there's scene. no, there's only one dirt. Well, he told me they're like, they're very cheap. And like, he's like, you can get very expensive ones that are like $100, but they're generally, you spend about 35 bucks on. So there you um, go. It's a little inside yeah, baseball. So- so Ted McGinley, instead of nerds, hates poor people now. And he's basically like, poor, poor, yeah, poor. And he's only in this movie for, like, this scene. He, like, totally Yeah, doesn't... he doesn't show up again after <laughs> no, the beginning. No, he shows up at the very, very yeah, end to big... shame his son. Does he? I didn't even yeah. remember. I was, oh, that's I... right. The very end. I was looking at my end. phone like, the whole the time way. by the time this movie ended. Oh, so he was like, like, you guys got 20 was... minutes with me, and that is all. So whatever we can wrap in 20 minutes, that's I it. mean, they shot both scenes that he's involved in waiting. are on the same track. Oh, he's so it's just yeah. They just had him that one day. Yeah, I was uh, maybe he just like stumbled upon it, and they were like, "Hey, man, you want to be in a movie again?" Aren't you Ted McGinley? He was so good in yes. Married with Children. <laughs> Are you Ted McGinley's best friend? Ted McGinley. Ted McGinley. Was, Can we I, talk about how this being in this movie looks like it gave Thomas Jane leukemia? Like yeah. he looks fucked up in this. I think he realizes yeah, he what sort like of dog shit. shit he's in. He also, looks like, like shit what? is not trying, and usually, usually you could count on him to try. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you could tell he didn't care. He's like, whatever. You got to put me in the movie with a motorcycle dog? like Which doesn't happen. Check. <laughs> All right. Um, we got to get through this stupid plot. So he, no plot. He, win- he wins the race, right? Yes, he wins the race. He wins the second he race wins- after he gets the stolen chain. Yeah, after he gets the stolen chain, he wins the second race. The preppy, the preppy dirt bike racer invites him to a rager at his house that <laughs> night. And to see his flamethrower. As TJ called it, a party sub ranger. So this is like, this movie is such a, like a Disney Channel movie. Like it's PG, but like these kids are supposed to, I, I would have, from how the movie shows it, they're implied to be over, overage, right? Because like they can't stop showing yeah, how sexy like everyone are in like their early 20s. They're 20 somethings, right? But they show this party and this is like, this looks like, uh, you know, like the classic movie party for young people. There's like hundreds of people in this house and there's a pool and everybody's like they're dirt bike racing and they got a flamethrower. But like no one's drinking. And at one point they're like fight. There's literally like a, a jumbo slice pizza and they're fighting over the pizza and then they're fighting over a party. So <laughs> I was like, this is if the movie, the podcast guys had a party. <laughs> What's about fat dirt bikes? <laughs> Oh God! I do have a flamethrower. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, anyway, man. I just thought that that party was so fucking funny because it's like they're like, look at all because like, it's weird. I'll get more into it later on, but like 
they're like very focused on how sexy everyone is and there's a pool and there's girls in bikinis and didn't girls. You, like, when i was watching it didn't you think that they were like traveling for this race then you find out they all just live in the same race town like, yeah it's kind of weird well they, they, they live, talk about they, traveling it, later on well, yeah well jefferson darcy lives in ca- regular california uh Bobo, Charlie Hunnam, and Thomas Jane live in San Diego from Blade Runner 2049, where it's just, like, <laughs> fucking just trash. They're, they're living next to that goat cloner guy. <laughs> and, like, and, they work at, and they work at, like, the same refrigerator factory or something, like... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I wait. There's just this isn't this isn't going to be a movie where we don't have a lot to say. <laughs> there's a lot of problems with this film. Um, All right, Alex. So... They had so the rager, the, the party rager. They, they're they're at the, they're at the party. Fake Charlie Hunnam, charisma vacuum. Oh, uh, I think terrible. his name was Miles. Yes, he breaks off from the party to go check out all the kids' motorcycles, and the kids' girlfriend slave follows uh, Miles and asks him why he likes motorcycles so much. And I can't remember what the answer was. Because he's motorcycle go burr burr. We should probably we then, should uh, before people get confused. We should probably explain why we keep calling this girl the slave. She um she's not the slave. She's the daughter of the slave. She's, the, she's so the rich kid that lives in this house where they're having the party rager. Her mother is their housekeeper, and then I guess she lives there too. And then the daughter is like like the the slave in training I well guess. it's even worse than that this isn't just like a one of those like it's a housekeeper is a slave she implies that her uh the rich kid's family has basically owned her family for generations oh yeah because they paid for her abuela to be in the yeah. hospital or and also it's like this is something my family's been dealing with for years or like she makes it sound like basically they've employed this family since you know 19 dickety two. <laughs> they came from old dirt bike money. <laughs> when they're racing their uh, steam powered dirt bikes. <laughs> uh, so the, the, show. Yeah, is, the show's done. That that they're not gonna get better than old dirt bike money. <laughs> My dad invented hills. <laughs> so the rich kid, I guess I forget, I sees slave girlfriend with the poor kid yeah and says oh we're gonna get this kid now yeah and they trick him into uh some kind of event where they're uh they just take him out into the they're like, teaching the him how the, to the the, the, the desert pause. yeah they're like hey they man take him, come, pause they specifically these. say they take him to rip gnarly whips <laughs> so they Stand take him it. to rip gnarly whips yeah, and then they put like um, Mountain Dew in his town. Out in the or middle something. of nowhere. Yeah, the, no, it's Monster. Everything's Monster. This movie's sponsored by Monster. <laughs> he literally went to, he, went to, he got a Monster scene. trophy. Monster and thing. Oh, that was a Monster logo. Um, they, they pour they pour energy drink into his gas tank, and he uses somebody else's bike, which he wrecks, and then they just leave him in the desert with like a half a gallon of water and his backpack and his busted ass dirt bike. Yeah, and I was like, um, and he wanders. Oh, this is also another one of those pranks where he nearly dies. Yeah, I was like, this guy hates this guy much where he's literally just cool with leaving him to die in the desert. Well, here's what I don't understand. And I don't know a there's lot about... one thing you don't understand. No, there's lots, but there's, I don't know a lot about dirt bikes. I know some things about physics, but okay. if the dirt bike launches into the air and then stalls out, you could still land it and roll. It didn't right? make a lot of... Honestly, also, like... I know this. I only know this from like playing Jeremy McGrath Supercross or whatever on Dreamcast. 
But I think there's something when you do those tricks that you actually like accelerate and do something with the bike to actually land it correctly. So you need to match your wheel speed just so you don't something like that. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Oh, Mister 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 Wizard over here. Yeah, his dirt bike. This dirt bike physics degree from Mr. Dreamcast. He plays fucking <laughs> plays fucking trials all the day. And those games are oh, fun, man. So the kid wanders forty days and forty nights through the desert with his broken <laughs> dirt bike, and then he ends up in a a trash heap in the middle of like the desert. It's <laughs> got like some shipping containers and some like huge uh those big wooden spools they run like cable wire on and yeah, yeah it's it's fire just random just yeah it's fire fest. <laughs> random garbage and then amongst that garbage is a military dog wait at some point there's Robot a there's a smash dog. cut to like at some point there's a cut to military zone no that yeah. was in the very beginning of the movie there was like a it was the Johnny Five escape from Short Circuit, the first yeah. one. This movie is basically a worse version of uh, Short Circuit. Really and there's like, an, inf- there's like yeah. an infographic talking about how... That was in the opening. Where like, Wackadoo like, uh, or whatever like, has been the, making killer enemies. Through, through, the, centuries, through the centuries, I, I, a war, we've, the government has been trying to harness the power of dogs. Power of dogs. <laughs> uh, I know we're probably going to spend a lot of time from different things talking about the dog and the design and how it functions. But why would you have your killer robot bark? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> well, it does it, it howls, too. It's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> why would you have... There's numerous, like... <laughs> also, having the dog be the size of a small truck kind of loses, like, some of its dog advantages. Okay, so, like, oh, so real talk. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's like, if, you're, if, you're, if, you're, if you're not going to ride it, why make it so big? Yeah, exactly. It but it's you know, like, having- so... How many billions of dollars do you think this dog costs? I don't know if they ever say it, but it's got to be uh, at, at least five. Right. Yeah, so can we talk you, about real you, quick, real quick, real quick before you get on? Because I'll forget about this. The dog, this super clandestine military secret dog immediately uploads its schematics into the first cell phone that walks past it. So <laughs> the super like 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 ultra dog. Ten thousand or whatever. Ultra dog. Ten, this would that have been a better title. Ultra you know what dog it's called. It's the name thousand. of the movie. Yeah, it's yeah. called Axel. Like acquisition, Zaxel Lander. Attack. Yeah, it's attack. Attack explorer logistics. Low. Okay, fine. So, so Bow Wow Bot tries to chase this kid. Like this thing's been. So presumably this thing is billions of dollars to hunt down terrorists in like fucking Kabul or some shit. And it can't catch a kid on a dirt bike. And it can't catch a kid on a dirt bike so bad that it breaks itself to death. <laughs> well, it, well, no, they do kind of explain it. Is that no, it, it doesn't. Got, well, no, because remember, he's like, you see those divots? Those are all bullet holes. Those I think aren't holes. Supposed, those are dents. Those are bullet right, dents. Well, regardless, I think you're supposed to imp- infer from that that it's fucked up because it got shot a bunch no, of No, it's time. fucked up because it's terrible. It's fucking job. It tried to, like, <laughs> rocket jump at this fucking kid can, numerous can, times and smash we, into a cliff. Can we talk about why the robot dog sees in robot fucking <laughs> polygon vision as opposed to something useful like video also why also, is the robot dog run on gasoline <laughs> <laughs> that was like such a bold like how did he come to that like he's like maybe it runs on gas like, also he just, he just straight I, drinks we, gas we kind of forgot about this but the kid has a a quote um air quotes for, for y'all listening at home a 
quote GoPro that has like an odometer in it and it has like computer Does GoPro, GoPro have that? I don't know if GoPro has that. They might. No, no, they don't. They and might have like in, telemetry. It's, to in, like his, it's in his helmet too, guys. See how radical? Even, I know. It's like, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, he's got Google Glass in his fucking <laughs> motorcycle goggles. Well, he has that at the end. Does he have it at the beginning? No, he's got oh, it at the beginning, beginning because like, there's all these like cross cuts between dog vision and idiot vision. What? Oh, what does he say before? So what send he, it. Send, send it. <laughs> yeah, bro, send it. And then the fucking dog keeps saying it at him. All right, all right, we got to get through the plot. We can uh, we can jump right back. There's in no it. plot. Alex oh. almost done. Uh, kind of almost so. done. This like the first six minutes of the movie. <laughs> but so nothing the happened. poor the. The poor kid imprints himself on the dog, so the dog recognizes him as its like soldier partner, dude, whatever. Right. So it won't attack him. The kid has to get convince the dog not to attack the slave girlfriend, who is uh, <laughs> comes to pick up the kid because she knows you where he is somehow. Sel- Selena uh, Nomez. I mean, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Her name is uh, Becky G. Her real name she's is some Becky kind of singer, G. apparently. Oh, oh. Shocker! Yeah, she's some kind of a uh, some kind of a uh, singer songwriter. Fucking yeah. hardly um, be. She was in the uh, apparently she was in the Power Rangers movie that just came out a couple of years ago. Too. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, it's awful. Um, the one with Brian, the one with the uh, Brian Cranston. Yeah, it came out like three years ago, I think. Yeah, it's bad. Um, so they, she take, then she goes. I know a place we could hide. And she goes to her like art compound, <laughs> where she just paints on the walls everywhere. Welcome to dog. Graffiti Dome. This shit is so stupid. Like and she's the got the dog like, a... like traces the uh, traces the outlines of her paintings with its three D vision. It's the same thing. Projects I do it onto another. I don't know. I don't the know fact that that comes thing. back as a thing like I, later. I, I love too that this girl is like you know she's described as being very poor, but somehow she manages that like she has a derelict art studio somewhere in Southern California. Like that wouldn't be you know. Well, I imagine Southern California is like that. They're just random like <laughs> ranchos all over the place where it's you where the Manson family used to live. Go do whatever you want. Oh, it's where that old cowboy from yeah uh, yeah Spawn, Spawn Ranch. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a real place. Oh, Bruce, yeah, Bruce Dern. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Alex, let me the, can I pause you again real quick? I'm sorry. This shit was so funny. Um, can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah, yep. you're good. Yeah. Were there there when he shows them the heads up display hologram? First of all, how bright are these LEDs? Because they're in the desert in the daytime and they can see it clear as day. <laughs> But um, it shows it's like, you know, the, the soldier will be equipped with specialized vehicles so it can teach the dog to be more athletic or some shit. And it shows like a like an infographic of a dirt bike. This is the least <laughs> subtle commando unit I've ever heard of with like a building sized metal dog and a guy on a fucking dirt bike. Like they're never going to catch anybody. This is fucking extreme ops. This yeah. is like... <laughs> This shit is dumb as hell. It's the noisy boys unit. <laughs> yeah. And then meanwhile, Thomas Jane isn't worried that his son isn't here at the Anvil factory. He's like, I don't know. Also, also like, yeah, he was so worried. He called him like three times. He was what like, is that factory? It looks like they're making giant miniatures for like train sets. Like, what are they they're doing? At the, they're at the, the, the Southern California Gundam factory. <laughs> uh, anyway. Moving on. Um, 
So Becky G and uh, the poor kid go to his dad to try to get oh, no, his no, help. No, you, no. Missed, you missed a crucial plot point because I thought and this it, was ridiculous. The rich kid shows up. Yeah, at Martin the Candy art, or whatever at the his name art is. compound, and's like, "I'm gonna fuck you up," and then the dog almost kills him. If the and, dog had killed him, better movie. Yes. Yeah, and then the rest of the movie's real, a cover-up. Real quick, this is like, I know it's going to sound stupid, but this is the point where I'm like, oh, this could actually be a good movie. Um, because it could be like, you know all those 80s movies where like the picked-on loser gets some kind of space weapon and just like kills everybody in town? <laughs> the yeah. Wraith? If, yeah, the Wraith or like uh, Laser Blast or there's the one with the kid from Nightmare on Elm Street 3. That, that one scene in, in uh, The Predator from last yeah. year. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, just, like, if this turned into, like, a really dark, like, upgrade-level violent movie about a kid with a cybernetic dog just ripping everybody apart, like... Oh, I was into it. I was like, this dog fucking kills this kid. Like, we're into it. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, he doesn't kill the kid. Nope. No. And then... I forgot about that. Yeah, no, it's stupid. Of course you did, because it's fucking stupid. Yeah, the kid's, uh... The best part... almost kills the kid. The kid runs home and gets his posse... To go so, back <laughs> to, the, to be like, I'm going to fuck this giant 700-pound robot. Which wild as he does, though. <laughs> he fucking yeah, destroys is- military hardware with a Harbor Freight flamethrower. Like, this couldn't <laughs> be. This is also yeah. a movie where you can tell the kid's rich because he has, like, this room that you can't tell where it's supposed to be in their house, but it has, like, a pool table like behind the couch. Like, you know how fucking pissed I am if I'm the guy who stroked the checks for robot dog that can't jump over a fucking mogul and then can't take a fucking flamethrower to the mouth? Well, you can distract it with a football because it's like a real dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you got this what? whack, like this whack subplot, which I don't think has been touched on yet, where the the operator, the guys who invented the thing. Are yeah, treating this like a field test because they need that data? Well, to be fair, the operator guys, I don't think they've shown up in the part of the movie where oh, I... Oh, they have. They, they, like, for, they yeah. like forget about these they've guys. They've definitely shown up. No, no, what? no. They show up every, like, three scenes. And then they become like, arch in the last act. Like, they need to explain, like, that the one scientist is just trying to create artificial intelligence and then the other one's trying to make some kind of weapon out of it. But the way this goes... Is that like they expressly made a weapon that can think for itself and play fetch and like do dog <laughs> stuff, which seems wildly inefficient to I think TJ Texan is like, you know, they could just buy like eight drones for like 30 yeah. grand and yeah. blow everything. Like, what is the practical application of this thing besides be terrifying? It reminded me of every bad like like in uh Jurassic World. Yeah, there, it's the raptor plot. There's a subplot where a fucking what's his name wants to make raptors. Laser guided raptors. Like or, literally laser guided aliens. The aliens. Like that whole subplot where like we're gonna weaponize xenomorph. Why? That I like. It's a terrible yeah. idea. You it's a terrible con- idea, but I like it. You can't control them. They can, like you'll just wipe everything out. You'll never stop them. Why would you ever use them as a weapon? Yeah, it's terrible. But at least the alien, the company in Aliens is evil. Like the company itself. So yeah. it's like okay, well, I, I just guess. like military contractors, <laughs> just like the American yeah. government. Yeah, but like again, this is another movie where nobody's phased by this gigantic piece of sentient technology that's running around everywhere. Thomas Jane's like, dude, you got to take that shit back. Like not phased <laughs> at all. Fair, I feel like that's Thomas what a lot of a lot of shit. a lot of dads would be like that. Get that shit out of here. <laughs> I don't want that around my house. Well, I, he right. hasn't even seen it. He just believes this story like out of whole cloth. No, we're at this part where they go back to Thomas Jane now. I think, right? I think. No, they right. go to Thomas Jane, and then yeah, they go to Thomas Jane. And he's like, 
get out of here. Get this dog out of here. What are you doing? You <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> uh, so they go back and they find the roasted dog. They take him to somewhere. They take him to I'm the rich sure kid's where. dirt bike garage. That's where That's they right. take is that him. where it is where he can oh. like where he can like fucking three D like three D print a whole new dog, new dog yeah. parts. Yeah, they fix the dog, and then the government sh- the government shows up, and then the Punisher throws down with a fucking bow. <laughs> yeah, he ter- he scares the shit out of that guy. Um. <laughs> The you dog really... recovers. The, the dog fully recovers, and decides to go on a revenge mission against the kid who flamed him. Yeah, and almost rips him to pieces, and then gets caught for like the fifth time in this movie. Yeah, this dog it's sucks. <laughs> this, like this is the worst piece of military hardware ever made. This um, is really, and the dog gets fucking caught by the drones, which they already had, which are obviously the superior tech. I'm almost wondering if these scenes, like this night scene and this lab scene, are like a a reshoot or something. Because, like, up until this point, the robot dog actually looked kind of good. But in the dark, it looks ridiculous. That dog looks looks like trash the entire movie. I I disagree. It looks like a Bobo fucking Transformer. Uh, I liked it. I liked it at the beginning. Well, I mean, I'm not arguing about like the design, whether or not you appreciate the design, but it looked real-ish. Yeah, it looked better in, in frame. You know what I mean? But when it goes dark, and usually it's the opposite. They I usually was like say, use, yeah, usually they they use the night to cover your bad effects. But it, it looks like they had to like uh like lower the texture count to get the oh. movie to finish running. <laughs> it's like it's like super smooth. <laughs> they like. tried to drop the frame rate on yeah, the basically. dog. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Um, yeah, uh, the government takes the kids, uh, the two kids with the dog and the dog back to their headquarters, and they all escape again. Yeah, escape the kid, in the dumbest the, way possible. The kid gets his the the paired military dirt bike and helmet, and the dog, <laughs> and they take off running. And then, the, then they realize they can't escape the government, so the dog runs away and self-destructs. Yeah, the dog, and, then, and the dog says like "rip it" before it dies. <laughs> the dog fucking rip the dog like <laughs> the dog breaks its fucking code or whatever because it watches uh, uh fucking whatever her name is like like hand trace a feather or some dumb shit, and it follows her stupid hand around. It's like, oh yeah. I have emotions. I'm yeah. going to kill all of these scientists. It so is. The, so then the best part happens after the dog blows up. Because... Oh, yeah, the dog blows up. Why did the dog blow up when yeah. the rich kid was fire blasting it to death? Because he had he self he initiated the blow up. He didn't do that before. He had a self-destruct, but they, they bring that up like a meal. Oh, I know, yeah. but I just don't know why he didn't do it. Well, that dog's like me. Like any minor inconvenience is like, well, I guess I'm just going to kill myself <laughs> now. <laughs> Um, so anyway, after the dog blows up, there's like a coda basically where, um, the kid and the girl, like the kid, they're going to art school. Now the government paid for their art school. He's going, He's to, going to robot to art school. school. He's going, He's going to, to art school. And then the gov- the lady, the, like the military's like, we, we talking to the, the one scientist and they're like, we paid for their, their, them to be quiet. And he's like, why did you design an AI to do this? And like that guy became like arch out of nowhere. Alec, Alec said it 
on Friday or whenever he sent the text, he's like, I can't wait for the Axel verse because this fucking movie literally sets itself up for a sequel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Axel verse to, is going to be awesome. Like, Axel to, sends him a text message with his <laughs> yeah, schematics that he's dog. being rebuilding himself somewhere. It turns into fucking transcendence now, like the dog's a Dixie flatline. <laughs> My favorite reference. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so so Axel is alive because he sends them a text on the beach. Also, that scene with them on the beach, I know I've I've said this before. The whole movie creeps me out and like I'm having I had like a weird moment where like I realized that I'm I'm old and like I'm almost 40. But I'm like watching this movie and like all these people look like children. Like are they supposed to be children? Are they adults? Cuz like especially at the end they're like rolling around and like making out on the beach. I'm like I feel uncomfortable. I was like I sent it to you guys in a text. It was like, this feels like tr- like Michael Bay if Michael Bay was a pedophile. It, it looks like if like a Christian artist covered Wicked Games by Chris Isaac, this would have been the video. <laughs> it's a good song, though. <laughs> anyway, so that's the movie. That is that, the movie. That's Axel. What a piece of shit. This is one of the worst <laughs> movies. We, this is one of the worst movies we've ever seen. Hands down. I, you know, we used to use the Alec metric. And the Alec metric being how many seconds it took you to start looking at your phone. <laughs> like, it was, like, instantaneous. I was actually drawing while I, this movie was on. Like, this was one of the things. I, I like, it took I me four tries to finish it. I started yeah, I, watched, I stopped I, I it. I watched I, it in one try, but it was... How did you fucking do that? Barely watching it. I, I, took, <sighs> I, I took three tries. That's why when you're asking me about some subplot where I'm like, I haven't gotten there yet. But I'm glad I, I was on the show today because I found out what happened between when they were in the garage and when they're on the beach because I totally fell asleep. <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> and like I feel like I can see the pitch of this movie, right? Like I think this movie was trying to be a more like family friendly Transformers, but like in the weirdest way possible. Like Transformers for like the the like young adult set. But it's just so bad. Maybe not transform though. But I mean, like it's a big robot. I mean, not. Oh yeah, that's right. He has that bumblebee scene where just out for no reason. I don't know why this is programmed. This military robot. He starts playing a dancing in the moonlight and gives them a light show so they can romance each other. Also, also that has a great that has a great uh, a line where that girl who's again, hopefully (laughs) nineteen. She is. I checked. She's like, she's like, oh, I love this song. Like, how the fuck would you know this goddamn song? There's no way. <laughs> but like, I, 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 like, yeah. She's she. How old is she? Like IRL. She's 23 now. She was oh, okay. like so she 21 was when she made the movie or something. Very uncomfortable that whole time. And like, they're constantly like, she's in the same outfits that Megan Fox was in in the original Transformers. Like, she's constantly in like low rise little shorts and like tank tops. Like, come on, guys. Like, stop it. I don't know. Maybe that's my hang up. I don't know. I don't want to be the fucking Velveteen Dream over here. Topical. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What did you guys think? What was your Alec? What was your favorite part of this movie? My favorite part was the two scenes (laughs) where they have the camera from the drones. Then it fades back, and it was also the camera, the static camera from the movie filming the drones. I forgot. That was my favorite part. Oh, I the wrote in my notes. I was like, "What camera was that to take that shot?" There's yeah. one scene where something like that happens, where it's like it's it's a camera from the helmet that shouldn't have been. Like it didn't make like Why? nothing. Sh- 
why did this movie feel the need to like add like found footageness to itself? It did it a lot in this movie. It's cheaper, like, right? They cut to the no, not really. You already got your cameras out. Like, well, it, it would be cheaper if they shot it like a like a consumer grade camera, but they had to like do robot vision for all this shit. Yeah, the lead actor is so fucking bad. Like Alex Stetter was right. This is the worst cast minus Tom Jane in any movie we've watched. Yeah, and the five like, seconds worse, that Jefferson Darcy's in the movie. Yeah, then like Agency of De- Vengeance and all that Canadian shit. Like they are everybody in this movie is terrible. Well it felt like it felt like the acting that you'd see on those like Disney Channel shows. Like it yeah. just felt like a bunch of like young people that don't really know how to act yet. And they just put them in a movie. Like it's, like a, yeah, it's a WB TV show. Or like yeah, a, WB a, would be good. Yeah, a Starship Troopers. How where the director is. isn't aware that it's a joke. <laughs> yeah, where's the Paul Verhoeven version of this movie? <laughs> Paul Verhoeven version that fucking kid dies and then shit gets real. Yeah. Also, like they're, they're I, on I, the run from the military. The Dude, did they kill they kill the kid and turns into very bad things with a robot dog. I'm into that. Like a slapstick comedy. I don't I don't want to think about this movie too much. Or anymore. better luck tomorrow. Uh, just a quick Starship Troopers question, because somebody put it brought it up and I was like, wow, I never really thought about that before. But the you know how they talk about how uh, Neil Patrick Harris has psychic powers? Yes. So that they propose that his psychic it's all bullshit. Like he doesn't have psychic powers at all. Like all his observations are like stuff that you would make like, oh, it's scared. Oh, it's like it's all just like completely mindless nonsense. Like he doesn't actually have psychic powers. Oh, you like, think it's part of the propaganda thing? Yeah, yeah, it's just all propaganda. It's an like, interesting take. Oh, if you, I if never you, thought about that. I never either, and I was like, wow, that's probably right. Like, because it, again, it's more of like, well, but if didn't you, he like didn't he like mentally communicate with the mounts earlier? No, but yeah, but again, like his his, what he comes out with, what he says with the mouse says is just anything that like cold reading a room, any person could say. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. That has nothing to do with anything. Starship this Troopers. Mouth wants your cheese. Starship Troopers is a great movie. <laughs> uh, this is not. That is a great movie. It and is like, a great movie. everything is like painfully generic and bland. Like the music sucks, the direction sucks, the acting sucks. Like the action this guy, sequences. This guy directed two things. Two things. <laughs> he directed this. He directed this. And then like a year before this, he directed like a seven-minute dirt bike video movie <laughs> short. You think a dirt bike racing would be more how, exciting? I don't know how this guy got like the money to make this movie. You think why they would have landed on him? David S. Goyer produced this movie. So, I mean, there's only a ten million dollar budget. Well, it shows. <laughs> hey, man, they did a lot with that dog for ten million dollars. Made eight and a half. Yeah, for ten million bucks, I think that dog looks good. It made eight yeah. and a half million dollars, so it, it it probably made its money back. No, no. If it was only no, that's 10... inclusive of home sales. Oh, oh. It made one hundred sixty-seven thousand in home sales. Yeah, but, but at the same time, like, oh, yeah. the, the home well, sale Netflix... stuff doesn't count like licensing stuff, so it's probably close. Netflix isn't paying a mill for this dog shit. They gave him a fucking sandwich. That'd be like, all right, just let know. me have I would Axel. love to know what no, they did. They probably paid ten or fifteen million dollars for it. And that's why they're like. A hundred billion dollars in debt. <laughs> yeah, one day you're just going to go to log in and it's not going to be there anymore. <laughs> it's just going to take you out like, a Facebook page. Yeah, there's going to be like, oh, you want to watch Umbrella Academy? 
it's a dollar ninety nine per episode now. Yeah, yeah, probably. Netflix should pick us movie, up. We should like be movie official podcast you know, of randomly. Netflix. I went to go watch uh, Ant Man and the Wasp, and I was like, oh, it's another three ninety nine surcharge to go watch that. Oh, I forgot about <laughs> nope, that shit. No yeah, more movie pass. Right. Well, now I'm there's sorry, no more. I'm sorry, I'm sorry for that, guys. Now there's no more movies. Period. So good job. I saw an ad yesterday, Alec, for, for New Mutants, and they're like, in theaters, August 28th. I'm like, yeah, right. Of, the, of what year? <laughs> well, the, yeah, right. Bill and Ted 3 says in theaters and on demand August 28th, so at least they're like oh, okay. hedging it. That yeah. Antlers movie I wanted to watch was supposed to be out, I thought, released to home markets this get, August, but they're pushing it to like February next year. A24 horror movie, St. Maud, is apparently out in certain places, but... I don't. I'm like I'm going to a fucking theater right now. No, <laughs> unless it's Dune. Oh, I'll go see Dune. Well, I mean, you know, I feel like if well, when I like I said before, when I go to see movies, there's nobody in the theater anyway, so I'd be fine. You know, seen Dune. Everyone's seen Dune. Are we ready? Yeah, let's do yeah. five knuckle shuffles. <laughs> Are we ready? Yeah. Alex yeah. got to get back to vacay. Yeah, Alex. We're, Alex, we interrupted bad. Alex' vacation to do this shit. Hey, I appreciate you coming on here. I know it's like not the most fun shit to break up your vacation with, so thank you. <laughs> and I watched it on vacation too. Oh, <laughs> that's the worst. I really should have hammered it out before I came, before I left Maryland. But <laughs> yeah, you do really... all work until it's <laughs> taking another two hours. Yeah, yeah. I need to be. I'm going to be two hours late <laughs> or two hours early to watch Axel. I got Axled. You're going to watch Axel on your phone in the parking lot. <laughs> oh, Alec, go. Okay, um, I'm going to give it a one. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's infinitely more points than I'm giving it. Just heads up. I, uh, I thought the dog looked good. I didn't, I didn't have any problems with like, the design of the dog or how it looked when the like, daylight shots. I thought it looked... Uh, yeah, it looked fine. I it thought was... the presentation of it was fine. But other than that, everything else about this movie is robotic dog shit. <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, yeah, this movie sucks. Yeah, it's it sucks bad. Butts. Uh, TJ? Um, it's a one for me, dog. I said That's in the fucking generous. I shit. said in the chat, it's getting a, oh, a wait, hold on, hold on, stop a for a minute. One today. is Jefferson. You gave Q the Winged Serpent a ten. You don't get to say a fucking word. That movie slaps. That movie had titty. He's <laughs> boring as fuck. It did have titty though. He's right. This about movie that. wasn't boring. Look, well, you know the you know the score for tits. Yeah. One point per tit. Yeah, one point per tit. There were not ten tits in Cue the Wicked Serpent. <laughs> There's north of five. Dude, I would love to see a <laughs> terrible... We need, to, we need to find a terrible movie, like a zero movie that has ten tits. <laughs> Just you know ten. Just ten. Like, it's not, like that's, a, that's your homework. We got to find <laughs> a terrible movie with ten tits. I'm just going to ten tit well, movies. As soon as we get to ten, we can stop watching it because we know right. what the score's going to be. Right, it's peaked out. Well, it's like the, slaughter, it. the titty slaughter rule. It's a it's a yeah. classic. It's a classic uh, movie. The our, pod. We hit our ten. It's a classic movie. The podcast ten tit film. <laughs> it's a ten tit banger. Uh, all right, so it's my turn. It's a one for me, dog. I said in the chat that uh, it gets a Jefferson Darcy point bump. I stand by that. It gets one point. Um, I agree with with uh, Sean and Alec. I I thought that. For, especially now that I found out the movie is ten million dollars, while the design of the dog is fucking stupid as shit, it looked pretty good. I mean, for the effect, it looked all right. Again, the logistics of the design is ridiculous. 
and the story is ridiculous. <laughs> the acting is bad, but the dog itself looked fine. Um, the, but uh, yeah, it's a one. It's garbage. It's absolute garbage movie. Some of those scenes are practical. Wow, they've got so like they somebody in a robot? dog suit. They have somebody in a dog suit, like oh, walking that, around on all. Maybe fours. that's why it looked better. Oh, uh, we should have like that. Uh, they should have gotten that that guy that played the dog in that Harrison Ford movie. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, pet this man, Harrison. God, they need to release the cut of that movie where it's just the guy walking around on all fours and Harrison. Oh, I would watch that in a horror whole movie. Yes, God, absolutely. So they anyway, called Wild Despecialized Edition. I mean, you'd watch that. We'd all watch that. It'd be amazing. Uh, anyway, yeah, this movie fucking sucks, and it feels like a kids' movie, like in the worst way possible. It's just terrible. It's a one for me, dog. And I pass the mic to Gogs. Fucking zero. It was fucking terrible. There's yeah. nothing redeemable about it. The dog looks like dog shit. I don't give a fuck. I hate the idea that you have this robot dog that is just the worst piece of technology ever made. I hate the <laughs> fact that you have a fucking robot dog that can use a goddamn leather muzzle to keep its drill mouth in check. Oh, that is fucking stupid as shit. I forgot. I hate that. the fact that you have this strapped on dumbass plot where the people that made the robot dog need to have like real life test subjects and they don't even really do anything fun with it. Uh, except the guy becomes the big bad sort of in the end. I hate the fucking government deus ex machina. I hate I hate the fact that Alex Newstetter should not be he should be in prison. He should not be allowed to be in any more films. Who the fuck is Alec Newstetter? He is the main character in this movie. Uh, Whoever no, I take it back. He doesn't need to go to prison. He just doesn't get to work anymore. The casting director for this movie needs to go to fucking prison. Sucks <laughs> <laughs> shit on all fronts. It's a zero. It's not as bad as the remake of Point Break, but I don't know what could be. This movie is unbelievably terrible. And I hate that it exists. <laughs> Sean. Oh, it's a zero. I hate, that, I hate that it exists. It's great. I love that. It's the second worst movie we've ever watched. Um, I think part of the reason Gogs, even though you said it's not as bad, I think you got the same kind of remake of Point Break vibes that I got in this movie for whatever reason. Like, it made me think of that movie a whole bunch. I, I did. I thought about it a lot. Yeah. It's like the blank fucking cypher main character and the dirt bikes and the fucking, like, it is there's no, bad. There's like, no meat on this fucking it, film. Yeah, there there are no stakes. And, like, again, like, the, the dog looks cool, but, like, just from a design standpoint, like, why does it have teeth and does it need a tail and why does it bark and howl and, like... Why does it have ears? Why does it have fucking ears yeah, and why, emote? Why does it why act does it like it, a... Why does it act like a normal dog? Why does right, it why have does it, fucking... Why does it have extra eye shields that aren't always up? Like, why does yeah, it... Yeah, why does it see in a flashback the quest for identity vision uh, instead, again, of just regular-ass 4K video, which would be useful when you had to look at whatever it's transmitting back to me, like, what the fuck is that? Right. The dog has to wait for, like, the human to get close enough for its head to pop into frame to decide whether or not, like, to trust it. And, like, they're fucking, like, uh, they're um, fucking, what do you call it? Like, their uh, operational security on this dog is fucking straight up garbage. Well, I like the I fact get, that they they have no safe, they have no like fail safes where it's like no. they can just shut it off. Like what? Like why? The ladder, bitch. But like, <laughs> it would make more sense if the kid finds the key and pairs with it immediately. But this dog literally gave it every I was wiring about that. diagram. Like, what if this is your movie? Has. Right? Like, here's your here's your movie. 
Okay. Kid somehow acquires the key. Like it fucking. Like his dad he, works for the company and he brought some it shit home. No, like, like his dad, yeah. Like, yeah, like his dad worked for the company and his dad like is has ethical concerns about what happened. He brought it home. And the kid doesn't realize what's going on. And they're moving across country, right? He turns yeah. it on and the dog goes on a kill crazy rampage across the country to find the kid. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, and I then mean, you got to deal think, with the implications of what happens at the end. Right, you nailed it. Like this dog, for as big as it is, needs to kill something. Like this, this you can't have a contraption like this and have no violence. This is why those X Men movies aren't good until Logan. <laughs> it's just it's it does the plot does not fit the like main thrust of the movie. Like this is this is like a. Um, like a Mac and me almost or something, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, the things like not like it's like kind of dangerous in a way, but not like super dangerous. It's just weird and out of place. Like this thing, they wanted this to be Iron Giant, and it's yeah. not. The way it, you said it, that, you, the way you said super, you sounded like the uh, the the fucking what the super super dangerous super dangerous <laughs> robot film. super action super action. No nah, man, this yeah, this is besides bicentennial man. <laughs> Do you think a video Joker could have made this movie better? Oh my god! <laughs> a video yeah. Joker, dude. I want now. I want to see. The, I want to see the Hollywood version of this, where they just have like a dude wrapped <laughs> oh my in tin foil the whole It'd be time. Amazing. They made it for a hundred bucks. No, they, yeah, would have gotten, I mean, they would add like a real dog. <laughs> it'd, be a, it'd be a real dog covered in like sheet pans. Yeah, it'd be yeah. great. <laughs> like a flashlight strapped to its head. That'd be fucking hilarious. Super yeah. movie, super action. It's got a shotgun for a tail. <laughs> Oh uh, no! This movie is like, uh, they're just—it's just. This is wrong. someone's favorite movie because every movie is someone's. They should have given the ten million dollars yeah. that they used for this movie to what Hollywood and. Can you imagine the ten million oh, movies? They made ten million movies. Yeah, they would have made them. Yeah, no, they would have made a hundred <laughs> million movies, right? <laughs> uh, uh. Yeah, no, I got I got nothing good to say about this. Who killed Captain Alex cost twenty five dollars, <laughs> and it's cost ten million. Who killed Captain Axel? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a piece of shit! All right, so next week, whose pick is it, Alex? Uh sure. Who hasn't My gone movie. yet? It's me and Alec. Gogs and, and Alex pick is the story of dogs, right? You're yeah, right. Alpha, Alpha. Gogs, it's just gonna be this with a regular dog, right? Like it's the same story. No, it's gonna be this, but they're like caveman. Yeah, but like so it's like the caveman government's been training this dog, <laughs> and then this kid found it. What's your pick, Gogs? A boy and his dog. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, at least All we'll right. end. On so a we'll good end note. strong. I don't think Alpha's gonna be any good. Spoiler alert. I think it'll be better than Axel. I think you're right. Is is Alpha <laughs> on anything? Have you looked? I'm looking right not. now. I'm sure it's on Amazon or uh, yeah, on Amazon. Hulu Premium subscription. Oh, cool! I got it. What the fuck does that mean? Amazon Video Premium. I must means like a HBO or Stars or something. Yeah, that is annoying right now. If you Google like a movie, it'll be like it's on Hulu, but it'll be like you have to get their like premium. It's on. Service. It's on Stars. So I guess if you order Star. Stars through Hulu, through Hulu. I- Hulu or Prime. I'm pretty sure I have stars from a trial that went awry. So do I. Watch your stars. Start your subscription. Stars. You can rent it for $3.99 or buy it for $12.99. Or if you're Nemesis, you just keep saying it. <clears throat> stars. Uh, all right, Alec, yeah. get back to your vacation. Alpha. Yep, I got to go. My phone's about to die. All right. All right. Everybody, later, boys. See Enjoy you later. Alpha. See you guys. See you boys. Bye. Bye-bye.